When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are listening to Tax Able with Natasha Heron. I know tax is not seen as the most exciting subject. Many find it scary or simply switch off. We feel we do not understand, so my aim is to empower you in tax, not to send you to sleep. The first season is called Back to Basics, and I will take you through the essentials using real-life examples. All I ask from you is 15 minutes of your time each week. Hello and welcome to Tax Able. Today's episode is called Buy the Whole Kitten Caboodle and that is because we are focusing on capital allowances. Capital allowances are available to sole traders, partnerships and companies, so all of you can benefit. We'll be discussing the difference between revenue and capital costs, why capital allowances are beneficial and the benefits of the newly introduced super deduction. As a side note, please make sure you click subscribe to listen to the new episodes as they're released. Revenue versus capital costs. What are they? Why do you care? Well, whenever you buy new equipment for your office, renovate, repair or replace items, purchase any vehicles, the whole or part of the cost will be classified as either revenue or capital. The distinction is important as they're treated differently in your books and also for tax purposes. Let's first take a look at capital costs and these are assets of your business. Typically, they are large one-off purchases rather than the day-to-day business expenses. They'll be listed on your balance sheet and are depreciated over their useful life. Now, I may have said a few terms you're not familiar with, so please head on over to my Instagram page or YouTube channel for clarification. Examples of capital costs are office equipment, so we're looking at chairs, tables, shelving, etc., company cars and vans, kitchen and toilet fittings, and plant and machinery. On the other hand, we've got your revenue costs, and these are items that are used up in the business. The costs are shown in the profit and loss account as an expense, and some examples are repairs and maintenance, paper, pens, and small equipment with a short life. Here's a tip for you. If you replace an item on a like-for-like basis, and by this I mean there is no improvement to the item, then the cost will be revenue rather than capital. And let's use windows as an example. If you had single glaze windows and you decided to replace them for double glaze, then you have made an improvement and that will be a capital cost. But if you have single glaze windows before and single glaze windows after, there has been no improvement. So that will be a revenue cost. And this is important and you'll see why a little bit later. Now, it's not always easy to separate your revenue from your capital costs, especially with big projects. So if you have performed a renovation or a fit out, then you'll need to make sure you've got the necessary level of detail for your advisor. If you have one contractor managing the project, then please make sure you ask them for a schedule of works as this will have the necessary amount of detail that we'll need to split out the cost from one another. You're probably thinking about now, why do you care? The cost goes somewhere in the account, so why does it matter? Well, revenue costs are treated as expenditure, so they are fully deductible for tax purposes. So this means you receive full relief from tax for the full cost of those items in the year of expense. Whereas capital costs are a tad trickier as only some items receive tax relief through capital allowances. 
In my experience, I've found that capital allowance claims are often understated, and this can result in taxpayers leaving behind valuable tax savings. So if we head back to the example used earlier about windows, you can see why it can be important to make sure you class your items as either capital or revenue. So what are capital allowances? You may or may not have heard of them. Well, capital allowances are akin to tax deductible expenditure and they're available for qualifying capital costs. This means for every £1 you spend, you get a £1 tax deduction. To receive full relief for the cost, you must either qualify for Annual Investment Allowance, or AIA, or First Year Allowance, FYA. Let's look at AIA to begin with. This is set annually on a calendar year basis, so from the 1st of January to the 31st of December, not on the tax year. The limit for 2021 was £1 million, and this limit will be in place until the 31st of March 2023. The limit means that you can spend up to £1 million on qualifying items and receive full relief for those costs. But what doesn't qualify for AIA? Well, unfortunately cars. And this is most commonly overlooked. So if you are thinking about buying a car, please be aware you may not get full relief for the cost. Also, items you owned for another reason before you started using them in the business and items given to you. If you spend more than the £1 million AIA limit, then you can still receive deductions through writing down allowances, but the relief is restricted. And this means you still get the relief, but it's in future tax years. Writing down allowances include 18% per annum for general pool items, most items go in there, or 6% per annum for special rate pool items. In addition to AIA, you've got your FYA, and you also get relief for the entire cost. And to qualify for FYA, purchases need to be green. And by this, we mean environmentally friendly. So examples are some cars with low CO2 emissions, some energy saving equipment, water saving equipment, or new zero emission commercial vehicles. Here's a tip for you. If you spend any money on a brand new electric vehicle, you don't want it to reduce your AIA allowance. So you wanna make sure it's classed as FYA. And it's important if you do say, for example, a fit out in the year, and you also wanna buy a car in the same period. You wanna make sure you can max out your benefits to get the most tax relief that you're entitled to. So now we've gone through the two types of expenditure, your capital versus your revenue. And if you do spend money on capital costs, you can receive relief through AIA, FYA, or writing down allowances. So as you probably guess, there's always gonna be some costs that do not qualify for any relief. And this is a complex area and it has been discussed in the courts over the years, so it's always best to seek advice before you start a project so you know what you will receive relief for and what you won't, as this will help your cash flow. So items that don't receive any relief are called non-qualifying capital costs. And these are items which relate to the building structure itself rather than the items within it. So some examples are permanent walls, wooden or permanent flooring, if you build any additional floors, your roofs and your windows. Now the reason you don't receive any relief through capital allowances is because these items are added to the cost of the building and you do receive relief but it's when you sell the building in the future. Something that's commonly overlooked as they are within the fabric of the building are integral features and although they're within the building they're not the structure itself. So you're probably wondering what on earth am I talking about? Well, they're items such as electrical systems or lighting systems, cold water systems, 
any space or water heating systems, so your central heating, any ventilation, air cooling, any lifts, escalators or moving walkways, and any external solar shading. If you do have any of these items and you are eligible to make a claim, then you can make substantial savings. So do not miss a trick and make sure you ask your advisor. Next, we're gonna look at the super deduction. And this was announced in the budget last year as from the 1st of April, 2021 to the 31st of March, 2023, any companies investing in qualifying new plant and machinery can benefit from a special relief. So it's only companies that can benefit as it's a corporation tax relief. So unfortunately, sole traders and partnerships, this part does not apply to you. But don't switch off because you never know, you might need it in the future. So what are the reliefs? So the rates are 130% for general pool items and that pool only used to receive 18% per annum or 50% for special rate items and that pool used to only receive 6% per annum. Now, you don't get that additional percentages we just talked about on top of your AIA. And remember, with AIA, you get 100% deduction. What I mean by this is if your cost qualifies for annual investment allowance, your AIA, i.e. it's within your £1 million spending limit and it qualifies, you'll receive 100% deduction for that cost. And then you can elect to have an extra 30%, which means that you then reach your 130% deduction. But what do we do about the 50% special rate items? Well, if you have AIA available, which you get 100% deduction for, you don't want to opt for just a 50% deduction. This is only beneficial if you've already maxed out your AIA and you want to get an extra 50% on top that you'd normally only receive the 6%. Now, I know I've said a lot of numbers in there, but basically, if you are investing in any equipment um, between the 1st of April 2021 to the 31st of March 2023, run it past your advisor as you want to know whether you can benefit from this extra deduction and it will help with your cash flow. The one thing to take away from this is you are planning to do any large works or buy large pieces of equipment. Now is the time to do it as this deduction is a one-off relief and they're probably not going to bring it back for a long time. As you've guessed, there are always certain conditions that must be met for the super deduction. The first one is it only qualifies for new plant and machinery, so nothing secondhand. Leased items do not count, so you must purchase them outright. And cars do not count, but commercial vehicles like vans will. Next, we're going to have a quick look at what businesses can benefit from capital allowances. At the beginning of the podcast, I told you that sole traders, partnerships and companies can benefit. That is the case, but you've got to make sure you're performing a trade. And a trade means that you're performing an activity with a view to make a profit. And because of this distinction, sometimes rental businesses think they can't claim allowances. And that's incorrect. Now, landlords, make sure that you claim capital allowances too. And any landlord can make a claim, including property companies. And yes, you can also benefit from the super deduction because the finance bill last year was amended to specifically include you. So what should you be aware of if you do make capital allowances claims? Well, as always, HMRC may perform a check and that's because you're receiving relief from tax. So it's important to ensure your claim is fully compliant and there is enough evidence and documentation available to support the deductions you've made. So make sure you get help from an advisor or a professional. So we've reached the end of the episode and what can you take away from today? Well, first off, make sure you split your cost between capital and revenue. 
Secondly, don't miss out on any extra release through annual investment allowance or first year allowance, as these will reduce the amount of tax you'll pay. And thirdly, if you are a company, please make sure you check if you can claim the temporary super allowance deduction. You are listening to Tax Able with Natasha Heron. This podcast has been produced by Redwood Studios and sponsored by Hillier Hopkins LLP.